Hi and welcome to another episode of Wander with me, Barbara Flood, and my guest today, Ariane Ashery. Wander, funded by the Arts Council of Ireland. Ariane Ashery is a young Afghan poet, filmmaker and human rights activist, now living in Germany. She writes in four languages and her poetry was recently featured on PBS in America. We have a great chat about her writing, why it's important for her to speak out and why she needs to write about the many injustices refugees face. She reads several of her poems, including Hey Talib, A Stain of Shame in Our History, Don't Kick Us Like a Ball and Like a Black Ceiling, Dark and Silent. This is Ariane Ashery. I know very deeply how difficult is the life of refugees at refugees camps. And this is how it inspired me to write poems and share my poems around the world that people can read and see how a refugee is feeling or how a refugee's life is going on at refugees camps. So that's how I'm making phones and writing poems. And besides, I'm speaking also for refugees' rights. Don't kick us like a ball. Try to be one of us for a day. Try to understand us. We are not a game for you. But when you get tired, you can leave us. Try to feel us. We are tired of this much moving from place to place. Try to be one of us for a day and see how we are suffering. It has been years we are away from school, studying, learning. We are too far, too far back. We have lost our life, our health, Or everything. Can you be just one of us? Can you? I know you can't. And I'm sure you will never, ever be able to dream what we have been through. I'm sure you cannot understand how our days are nighting. I'm sure you cannot accept to see your children held back from education and playing with the garbage all around. I know you cannot be one of us, even for an hour. Me, as a refugee girl, personally, I see my soul as a 35 years old. I'm not old, but this stress of living in a refugee's camp makes me old. I'm exhausted to see always my parents are thinking, thinking, and worrying about what will happen to us. Our destination is a question mark, and I just wish that no one's life should be a question mark. I just wish and wish that no one's life should be carried in her backpack all around. I'm not different, but I'm a refugee. I'm not a terrorist, 
but just forced to be in your country, forced to leave my beautiful homeland. I have write this poem when we was just wondering what will happen to us at refugees camp because from 2017 till today, it's have been a long years. It's not just like one month and two months that I could say, okay, we will wait for two months and then we will have a decision on our asylum. Then everything will be good. But it's not like us, like this, what I thinking. Most of the time it's, an, it's like for me a big question mark that I cannot see my future. Where we will, where will be my future? With the poems, I just try to show out for the world that how a refugee is feeling, and can you be just one of us, even for an hour? That I'm sure you cannot be. This is what I mean. That when someone is not in a situation, I can, I think they cannot understand how they are feeling and how their lives are running. مثل سقف سیاه تاریک و بیصدا فقط قربانی شده میری نگذارید سنان و دختران افغان قربانی هر اشتباهی هر وطن فروش شود like a black ceiling dark and silent just becoming victims don't let afghan girls and women be the victims of each deceiver in such deep river. We Afghan girls are demanding comfort to just study and build our country and our memory. Don't let us become an exchange in your polity games. Don't let us be removed from each pen and your notes and just kick out of votes. That no reminder of us remains in history and our minds. No one reminds. Why only for Afghan girls and women do special terms and conditions apply? Why must only we Afghan girls and women be deprived of education? Does our being why heavy on you? Do your eyes and ears have no ability to see our glory, our flurry? You took all our rights. If you established a government, you wouldn't give us the right. If you created a ministry, you wouldn't record a place for us. Do all these taken, just lead us to study in a safe situation, far away from explosions. Far away from pains and sorrow. Far away from painful screams. Far from tortured, innocent people. Far from division. Far from falling blood of students. Far from reddening our notebooks. Far from silent crying. That the pains cover her body and sounds dried in her throat. This poem I write it down when Taliban took the 
governor of my country. And it was the time when I was thinking about my friends and all those Afghan women and girls who are like, I could say they're in a prison now. They cannot go to school. They cannot continue their education. And they're just hiding themselves. This is not what they have seen their future. Sometimes I see that this is like my job. I'm not anymore in my country, mm. but somehow I'm, I have a big responsibility to, to be a, a representative somehow to mm. raise their voices there in the country where I am and try to uh, share those voices around the world. And I hope it will change. It will bring a little changes even. Obviously, it's hard to keep going and it's a difficult path to even to witness such pain and to, and to keep going with it. And then as well as that being in a circumstance like in a refugee camp where it's difficult as well. So I'm just wondering, do you have anything to say to people who are struggling? The word struggling, it's a big power, I could say, especially for myself. Sometimes when I'm standing against something and want to struggle, it itself, it's a big energy for me to keep going, stay active, and not to give up at these daily problems at refugees camp. Sometimes even uh, thinking about what's happening in my life, and I cannot bring any changes to it, it makes me sad. But by the way, when I'm looking at other side, I say that I have to struggle with it. This is something I cannot change it by one day to have everything in my asylum here. But on the other part, I can be somehow uh, as a voice for other pupils that they have no abilities or maybe some other problems behind that they cannot raise their voices. I have to use this talent. I know it's difficult sometimes to write something down which even cannot happen. But even this writing is a big uh, help. The word itself, talking, it's a big power for refugees. Sometimes when you have someone that you can talk to them, it's a big energy for you that you can keep going and stay active in your life. I will read a poem that it's about Talib. ای طالب، ای لکه ننگ بر تاریخ بشریت نرحمی به طفل نوزاد کردیم نرحمی به دانش آموزان کردیم نرحمی به مادران بار هی طالب، استین آف شم این آور هستوری یو دیدن شو مرسی تا آور نیو بورن you didn't show mercy to our students. You didn't show mercy to our pregnant woman. You didn't show mercy to our old white bearded fathers. You didn't show mercy to our wise sisters and brothers. I wish for our notebooks to be no more tainted with blood. I wish that we lose no more our kin and our beloved. I wish for no more crying, collapsing 
tears and pain. I wish that our education be no more clocked in blood. I wish that we be no more the page of sorrow in the history of the world. I wish that our goals no longer be cut short before their fulfillment. I wish our hells to be no more filled with the corpses of students. I wish those leaving to be colored no more, right? I have read this poem, uh, the time where the Taliban were attacking to the schools and especially girls' schools. And they were mostly in a parts of the, the areas where the Hazara people are living there. Hazara people are the, the group of people where they always be, always were the targets of the Taliban. And I'm one of them. And most of my relatives are living in this part. And talking at that time with my relatives and listening to them, to their pins and to their throat crying, it was somehow just taking me to that situation. It was so painful. And that time I took my notebooks and I write down the poems and I share it with the world. It's making me very sad always. It's not just like it happens and it's gone. It's happening always in my country and it makes me very sad. There's an Afghan poet, he's living, I think, in America. He's Khalid Hussein, if you heard about him. I always read his book, even when I cannot buy his book. Uh, I ask my friends, that, can you please, if you have the book, can you just borrow it to me? Especially one of my friends, she's in UK. And one time when she meet me, she will bring lots of book for me. Just to study and learn more and have some new ways and new how I could say new guides of writing poems and reading someone else's poems. It's a big uh, it's a big lesson for me and always I keep learning. But most of the times I learn from Khalid Hussein books. I just want to have uh, one of my wishes to share. It's okay. Yeah, of course. I think the wish that I have, it's not a big wish that the happening of this wish would be impossible. I just wish to see a day that my families are not suffering too much, not just my family and most of refugees. I hope there will be no more question marks in the lives of refugees and see your families are living in one country and not just carrying always your life on your backpack from one place to another place. This is what it always suffers me and I hope it will gone and to have a specific place to live just inside and to build my future and see that, okay, I'm going to stay in this country and go in a way which I can be someone in the future.
yeah thank you so much for having me today no bother it's a real pleasure really <laughs> it was a big pleasure for me also to be here today and talk about my life and my poems That was Ariane Ashery, an Afghan poet, human rights activist and filmmaker. Follow her on Instagram at Ariane Ashery. And keep an eye out for when she publishes her first collection. She's doing fantastic work and please go and have a look. Support her. Just on a side note, I'd like to give a quick shout out to another excellent Afghan author, Gulwali Pasarli. His book, The Lightless Sky, really helped me understand a bit better the journeys people have to make. If you haven't read it yet, I'd highly recommend it. So that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Ariane Ashery for sharing her poetry with us and for her continuing art and activism. Thank you for sharing this and for following Ariane and supporting her online. Thanks to the Arts Council of Ireland for funding this podcast. And see you next week for another episode. From me, Barbara Flood, bye for now.